Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. It's great to be back with you. I've been away for six weeks. I took a sabbatical uh, time of rest, and it was a really neat time of seeking the Lord and being with my family And it's great to be back here on Calvary Live. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you're doing well, that the Lord is meeting you on this Friday afternoon, and you're having a great uh, summer. We want to welcome our listeners on the East Coast on Truth FM and Hope FM, and also all of our listeners here in Colorado. The heart and purpose of the show is we really do want to serve you. If you've got a question about a section of Scripture or you need prayer for something that's going on uh, in your life, you can give me a call at 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Uh, this show is pastoral in nature. So if you have thought, man, I, I wish I could ask this question to a pastor, or I really need some spiritual care, or I need someone to uh, guide me to the scriptures, that's why we're here on uh, Calvary Live. Again, this is Pastor Eric at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. And you're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, a great way to be part of the show is to be able to text in uh, with your questions and prayer requests, 720-336-0897. I want to share with you this afternoon, the Lord uh, is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that's what's really encouraging about Christ, is that he is the good shepherd, and that he is my shepherd. And he says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And Jesus says, The good shepherd, he longs to give us rest. And what David realizes is that sometimes God has to make him rest. It says that he makes me to lie down in uh, green pastures. We're not very good at, at resting. And do you know that the Lord has green pastures prepared for you, places of rest spiritually where you can stop and to be still? And in order to receive the rest uh, from the Lord, we have to be still. We have to take that time by the still water. So as we begin today's show, uh, please reflect, reflect on the truth that Jesus is your good shepherd and he wants to restore your soul. He wants to lead you in uh, to rest. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rich in Wellington. Rich, welcome to the program. Hello? Hello, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, thanks. Uh, yes, um, uh, I have a question. I've been uh, studying the Bible, obviously, and uh, uh, the thing I've um, come across that I have an interest in is in Matthew, uh, Jesus told the Jews that, you know, uh, 
since they rejected him, he was choosing a new, uh, basically a new uh, uh, follower, a new nation, a new. So, uh, and then uh, Peter speaks of it, and it's an acts, and it's uh, you know it's, it falls in line with Exodus nineteen six, and I was wondering. Is there really, I mean, is there a difference that when we're looking in Revelation between a literal Israel and a spiritual Israel? Yeah, I do uh, think that Revelation is speaking of uh, a literal Israel uh, because we see the 144,000, uh, 12,000 from, from each tribe. You know, I don't believe that, that that's figurative. I think it um, speaks very clearly of of the 12,000 from each of the, the 12 tribes. Um, and also something to consider in this is Romans 9, 10, and 11, uh, where God really clearly uh, lays out that he hasn't uh, rejected Israel uh, totally uh, and that the Gentiles have been grafted in, but the time will come uh, when the the nation of Israel will turn and believe in Christ as their Messiah. And also Zechariah 12 and 14 uh, speak of that as well. But yeah, I do think that a revelation does speak of a literal uh, Israel. Okay. All right then. Yeah, I was just wondering because uh, I, I was, you know, I uh, also get online and and uh, find different things like this, and and so I I just was kind of bouncing scripture off and everything, and and uh, it was just interesting because I mean they were, you know, I mean you can see where Peter was talking about converted. Jews and converted Gentiles, and and mm-hmm. Paul was talking about the same thing, and 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 calling us also now the you know part of the holy nation and right. and everything, and, and so you know, and I and I knew about the like you said the twelve tribes and the hundred forty four thousand, and I mm-hmm. just maybe assumed that could have been the messianic Jews, you know, who are now turning to Christ. You know what I mean? And uh, right, but I I don't you know I'm. That's why I ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your call, Rich. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Uh, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Diane in Arvada. Diane, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I I just have a couple of prayer requests. Um, uh, firstly, um, for health for both my husband and my mother. Um, they both um, suffer from multiple health issues. Um, my, um, and then my husband uh, also um, needs a job. He's getting up in years. Well, we both are, but... Uh, and it, um, but he is um, too young to get Social Security, and uh, mm-hmm. there are only certain jobs that he can um, do. And yeah. um, he's having trouble finding a job. He tried. He went back to school and and got licensed to do uh, work, but it's a hard business to break into, and he's not getting mm. any interest, even though he, you know, went full. Hmm. Full bore into it. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, there's just no interest in it. So, uh, hmm. reinstate himself. Sixty years old, and 
um, has been unsuccessful at that. So um, anyway, so uh, yeah. health circles them and, and a job for my husband. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, I'd love to pray with you. Father, I thank you for Diane, and thank you that you are her refuge, and uh, her husband and her mom's refuge. And we cry out to you uh, right now this afternoon and ask, Lord, that you would uh, be with her husband's health and also her mom's health. We know that nothing's impossible for you, and God, that you would touch and heal if it's your will, and give the doctors wisdom, give them wisdom. Lord, if it's possible that you would give uh, relief in that that physical suffering that they're they're going through, uh, we also just lift up a job uh, for her husband, where we're dependent upon having work and and being able to work. And so, Lord, I, I just pray that you would open up doors uh, for for Diane's husband, and you provide a job for him. I know this is a discouraging time as well. I pray that you would just upli- up, up, uplift them, God, and really encourage them. And we thank you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for calling. I'll be praying for you. Bless you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. If you've got questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life, love being able to talk about real things. Uh, also, you can send in a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sally in Centennial on line three. Sally, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. Um, Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Um, I've been finding out some things about yoga, which mm-hmm. my oldest daughter is very involved in. Uh, my family and I have noticed negative changes in her over the past few years, and we just kind of passed it off as, you know, bad mood or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And uh, we decided to do a little research. We just had heard a couple of things about yoga in the past and just, you know, really didn't pay close attention. And so uh-huh. um, I had found a oh fantastic article on the Christian Broadcasting Network website, and uh, they were interviewing a woman who came out of yoga. She had been involved, I think, over 20 years and became a Christian, started doing some research, and, and she was just explaining that um, the poses are to worship one or more of the 330 million Hindu gods. Uh, the breathing attempts to manipulate life energy, and we know Satan is the prince of the air. And then there's a concept of yoga of emptying the mind, um, which is counter to Christianity, because the Bible tells us we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And right. so I'm, I'm just really concerned about my daughter. I think she's being demonically influenced, and I intend to tell her all that I found out and try to get her to give up yoga. I mean, she just, she loves it, and she goes okay. several times a week, and uh, I just I just don't think Christians are aware of this here in the United States, and it, it's just shocking to me. And so I just wanted to ask prayer for my daughter yeah, yeah. and for anyone that's involved, that they will have the the wisdom to look into it and to look into its its foundations. Yeah, well, let's let's pray for yeah your daughter Sally and just pray that God would really uh, do a work in her life. So, 
Uh, Father, we just thank you for for Sally, and we lift up uh, their oldest daughter to you. And uh, Lord, you know where her heart is. And God, we just pray more than anything else uh, that that uh, you would give her a fresh knowledge of your Son Jesus, and and that Jesus, you would be her shepherd, and that you would lead her, and that you would guide her, uh, and pour out your Spirit upon her. I pray for for Sally, Lord, that you give her real wisdom. Uh, and grace, uh, and, and just real knowledge from you as she has this conversation uh, with her daughter. And so we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, well, Pastor Eric. You bet. Thank thank you for calling. You bet. <laughs> Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much uh, for joining me this afternoon. I hope you're having a, a great afternoon as you're driving down the road or at work or at home. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Diana on line one in Aurora. Diana, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. I have a question, and I don't know the scripture, but it's popular, and it's um, God loves a contrite and humble spirit and a broken heart. You know, uh-huh. you know that scripture. Okay, I want to know how you get that without having to go through a huge trial. I would like to be humble, but I don't know how to. How, what does he mean by have a broken heart if it hasn't been yeah. a trial that you have been through? Yeah, um, you know, this comes from the Psalms uh, that that a God uh, delights in a broken and contrite heart. Um, and I think what the Lord is uh, speaking of here is similar to what Jesus described as being poor in spirit on the Sermon of the Mount. And it's really uh, being aware of our sin, not in condemnation, uh, but in brokenness before the Lord and realizing that we need his grace. Um, and that ties in with with humility. Um, you know, pride really doesn't recognize our own faults or our own shortcoming or our need for grace. Uh, but uh, a broken and contrite heart or a, a poor in spirit um, realizes their need for, for God's grace. I, I think of a, a poor spirit um, as being realizing my own bankruptcy uh, before God or my own uh, need but uh, before God. Um, and we need to be wise and careful in this that we don't go from a broken and contrite heart to condemnation. But it's that uh, desperation before the Lord of, of God, I realize I need your mercy. I realize I need your help. Uh, does that make sense or is that helpful? Yeah, it does. I was just like, I don't know how to get a broken heart unless somebody hurts me. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense just to bring your sin, tell him you're sorry, and ask him to help you work through so that you don't do that anymore. Yeah, and also, Diane, too, even sometimes not even issues of sin. But God, I've got this difficulty at work. I really need your help. You know, that's humility. That's a that's a broken and contrite heart before God. Or this is going on in my family. Lord, Lord, w- w- would you help me? Um, you know, so it's it is uh, okay. being broken about sin, but also realizing God, I need your help in situations that we go through as well. So if, like, say something. I don't know how to explain it, but just real quick, like if you want something to happen, but you know it can't because of a reason, and it's a reason you're doing it for God, is it all right to tell God? Is that kind of the same thing as humbling? Is, oh, you know, I really wanted my, my granddaughter to come visit, but she can't because of a reason. 
And is it okay to tell him that that the reason is he knows the reason is because of him? Is it okay to say I'm doing this for you so she can't visit right now, and that that hurts me? Is it okay to say something like that to him? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that all ties into humility and a, and a contrite spirit because any prayer, any communication with God is expressing need for God. Um, and so being honest with the Lord, telling him what you're feeling, telling him what you're going through, that's all in line with a broken and contrite heart before the Lord. So, Okay, that helps, that helps a lot because I couldn't figure out how to get there. So that helps a whole lot. <laughs> Well, can I pray say, for I you? I write that in my little book so I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Let me pray for you before I let you go, okay? Okay, thank you. God, I thank you for Diana, and I lift her up to you. And Lord, what a, a wonderful journey. What a wonderful prayer to want to know what it is to have a broken and contrite heart before you, to be uh, poor in spirit. So God, would you really just open that truth up to her and continue to bless her and just cause your favor to be upon her life? And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, amen. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. We do have all of our lines open. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Maybe you've got a question about the Word or a question about things that are going on in your life. Love talking about real things, things that are on your heart this afternoon. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. I've had some texts come in, so thank you guys for sending those texts uh, to me. First text uh, reads, Hi, Pastor Eric, welcome back. We've missed you and hope you've had a great leave. Uh, We've been praying for you and Amber and the family. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate that. Thank you for your prayers. And God really did uh, meet us in this uh, six weeks off, this time of of sabbatical and rest and seeking the Lord. So, man, thank you so much uh, for sending that text and that encouragement uh, to me. I appreciate it. Another uh, text that has come in says, uh, a prayer request for my dad, uh, my mom passed away unexpectedly on June 15th, and uh, as he puts his faith, uh, is very shaky. I pray that God provides comfort and restores his faith. Yeah, absolutely. Father, uh, we just lift up uh, Christina's dad to you, and Lord, uh, that's uh, devastating on this side of uh, eternity to uh, lose our spouse so quickly and unexpectedly. And God, I just pray that you would be uh, gracious to him, and God, that you would encourage his faith. Lord, you you know our frame, you know our weakness, you know that we're just mere dust. And God, would you bring comfort to him through the power of the Holy Spirit? Would you comfort the whole family? Would you com- comfort uh, Christina as well? And we, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another uh, text that has come in says, Hi, my name is Bear. I'm a contractor and I work with a group of Christian guys. Uh, and um, yeah, so he's sending that in. Uh, and he has openings for concrete finishers and handymen. So, uh, yeah, let's pray for that, for, for Bear and for his, his Christian company and uh, for those uh, as he's looking for men to come and, and join him in that field. Lord, I thank you for Bear. I thank you for his heart as a contractor, as he works with a group of Christian guys. And as they're looking for uh, more workers, Lord, I just pray that you would provide uh, like-minded uh, people that would come alongside and, and labor uh, in this in this business. So we thank you and we praise you 
In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Take advantage of the phone lines being open if you've got a prayer request. I know a lot of times it's difficult to call, but I'd love to pray with you, pray for you. Maybe you've got a question about a situation in your life or a section of Scripture. We'll go to God's Word uh, together. 303-690-3000. I've got a few more uh, texts uh, that have uh, come in. Um, let's see. Looks like all of the texts have been answered uh, as well. Okay, here we go. Um, Hi, Pastor Eric. I've been dealing with uh, some spiritual attack and was wondering what your advice would be uh, to get through it. First, uh, I think you're really wise in recognizing that it is a spiritual attack. And then God tells us uh, to draw near to him and he'll draw near to us. And then also to resist the enemy and that he would flee from us. And I would read up again on Ephesians chapter 6 with uh, the armor of God and ask uh, the Lord to uh, equip you with his armor and stand against uh, the enemy. I also like to get into the word in times of spiritual attack, uh, calling out to other believers and asking them uh, to pray for you. And I'd like to, to pray for you as well. Father, I uh, thank you so much for, for your faithfulness. And I want to lift up this listener to you that it's under a spiritual attack. And God, uh, would you meet them and, and would you pour out your spirit upon them? And we claim your word as we submit to you and resist the enemy, that the enemy would flee and that uh, you would bind Satan's work in their life. And Jesus, you would be their defense. So give them wisdom, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's go back to our phone lines. Uh, let's go to Elena and Aurora on line one. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. I had a prayer request from my marriage. It's just bad. Like, um... Like, we can't communicate, everything's argument, and a lot of pride, and I, I mean, he's like really fearful and everything, and I, hmm. I don't know, but I know it's yeah. not too hard for God, and at the time, we've only been married like three years, I thought he believed in God, and it's like the more I grow, he's like stayed and hasn't grown, so I don't know if he even really knows God, because... Okay. You know, if you know who God is, you're going to obey and do as he says, I would think. But um, Yeah, so kind of praying for that spiritual revival in his life and an awakening and for God to really do a work. Yes, for him to actually know God and not just know about God, not just go to church and carry a Bible, but to actually know who Jesus is and that mm -hmm. to know that Jesus loves him and that he really did die for his sins and that he's real, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Did I get your name right? Is it Elaine or Elena? It's Elaine. It's fine. God knows who I am, so it's okay. Okay. Elaine, okay. Well, let's pray for you, Elaine. Thanks. Father, I thank you for Elaine and, Lord, her wisdom to ask for prayer. And, God, we know that you can break down walls, that nothing is impossible for you. 
Lord, and where there's a, a lot of fear in, in her husband's life, Lord, we know that perfect love casts out all fear. So, Jesus, would would you come and uh, introduce yourself to him, God, reintroduce yourself to him, and that he would truly know you, uh, not just in religion or in form, but a genuine relationship with you, God. And, Lord, I pray for Elaine, that you give her strength, that you give her wisdom, that you would meet with her in a, in a special way. So, Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for calling. God bless you. You hang in God there. God bless you. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. I may need some help with this name a bit. I think it's Adown on line two. Adown, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good. Great. Help Actually, me out with Anduin. your name. Sorry about that. It's kind of a tough name. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks for helping me. Anduin. I got it. Yes. Thank you. How can I, what, what can I do for you today? So, um, a couple of things. Uh, I guess just uh, ask for a prayer um, as I talk uh, with my mom about my faith. I'm a pretty new Christian. Uh, I've been around the faith for a long time, and she's kind of been my spiritual seeker. Um, but, you know, I'm new in my uh, relationship with Jesus, and I'm starting to see these truths, and I really want to talk with her about that. So uh, just pray yeah. for, you know, the Holy Spirit's uh, guidance and just God's favor over that conversation with her. And for my dad, uh, which she's, he's struggling and she's struggling with him, but he's a pretty severe uh, alcoholic, and it's uh, really tough, and, um, you know, uh, I'm not sure what to do there other than just prayer, and so I just thought I would um, yeah. reach out and ask for that over those those two people in my life. Yeah, let's let's, let's pray. God, I thank you for Anduin and, Lord, his uh, faith and him coming to know you. What, a, what an awesome thing, Lord, and as his heart is for his mom and his dad, uh, we pray uh, for his mom, that she would come to know you and that she would hear your voice, just just like Saul did in your word. And we also pray for his dad, Lord, that uh, as he battles alcohol, Lord, that you would break through that and that you would show him your love and your grace and your sacrifice upon the cross. And so we, we lift both of his mom and his dad up to you and just pray your richest blessings upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks. Uh huh. All right. God bless you. God bless you too. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303 690 3000. Love being able to pray with people, get into God's Word together. We do have all of our lines open 303 690 3000. Also, you can send me a text. It's a great way uh, to be able to be part of uh, today's show 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. We do want to welcome all of our listeners uh, on the East Coast, Truth FM, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Thank you guys for listening. Also, Hope FM, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. We're blessed to be on the air out there. And then also everyone that's listening here in Colorado and online as well. If you do live in Colorado Springs, we'd like to welcome you to our services at Rocky Mountain Calvary, Saturday nights at 6 and Sunday mornings at 9 and 11. 
Also, all of our services are available on our website, armcalvary.org, for live stream. And so if you are out of state or up in Denver, uh, feel free to uh, join us that way as well. Again, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. On today's show, I want to encourage you that Jesus is your shepherd. And as our shepherd, he wants to lead us to green pastures and to still waters. Uh, And many times in our lives, it's, it's difficult to find rest. And as you're listening today, know that you have a good shepherd that loves you. Please stay with me. We're going to head to a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope that you're having a great Friday afternoon as you are preparing and heading into your weekend The number to call is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Let's go to line one to Sharon in Annapolis. Sharon, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Okay. Um, In view of the near-death experiences um, that were actually uh, put down by Egyptian scribes, uh, thousands of years ago, um, and record it just the way they are today. Um, I have a question as to, uh, because they're studying these things in a lot greater depth, um, and uh, I'm not sure what the Christian stance is on it, but I'm thinking it's not going to be good. However, it's pretty interesting and it's giving people a lot of hope, and it's pretty hard to discount when you've gone through one, and more and more people are learning that. Here's the thing. Uh, This has been across the board for agnostics, Jewish, Catholic, Protestant, you name it, Um, and it doesn't, the experience does not change. Now, that's... uh, it's just I'm wondering what the stance is, you know, from uh, the point of view of Christianity on that. Yeah. You know, as far as for Christianity, always uh, the authority of the written word uh, is what we rely upon over uh, any uh, experience. And so uh, if someone has a, a near-death experience and it doesn't line up with Scripture— uh, then we must always hold uh, with Scripture. And so that's really the, the safest bet um, is to always examine any experience that, that we may have and say, does it line up with the Word of God? Does it, does it line up with the person of Jesus Christ, his death upon the cross, the resurrection, uh, the, the teaching in the book of Acts um, and in the epistles? And then if it, if it lines up with Scripture, 
then that's an experience that we can hold on to and say, I do believe that it's from God. If it doesn't line up with Scripture or it doesn't line up with the, the teaching of the Bible, then we have to say, I, I, I have to rest in knowing that that wasn't for, from, from the Lord. So I guess my answer to you would be every experience needs to be filtered through the Scripture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a good um, question. Yeah, because it's, you know, when these things seem so, so real, it's so hard to just be told, well, it's not in the Bible, then that's that. Uh, yeah. If it's not written that way, maybe, I I don't know, It's it's just hard, it's hard to take. And I yeah. know with uh, psychics and, and uh, you know, I know there's a, a huge, huge uh, thing with, you know, psychics and, and all types of things like that. For instance, yeah. on the cable channel, the Teresa, who uh, right. uh, claims to be a medium. Um, yeah, I would just encourage you, Sharon. She claims to be Christian, and she talks yeah. the spirit. So there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I would just you encourage know. you. You'll you'll never go wrong with the written word of God. You know, it, it's timeless. It's been proven to be truthful. And you know, if I had to trust in the word of God or or experiences, you know, uh, out of love for you, I would uh, encourage you always trust trust the word of God. So, okay. uh, thank you so thank much you for calling. Much. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Let's go to Nancy in Aurora. Nancy, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Um, So the reason for my call was... um, I was uh, I was listening to another caller that called you concerning yoga, and she mm-hmm. had asked for prayer for her daughter. Um, and I'm like, I guess I'm a, a little bit confused because as a Christian, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing, you know, right in my faith and so on. And right. um, I do the I, I I do the exercises and so on, but I don't worship any other gods. But you know, our, right our Lord and Savior. I So I'm wondering, though, by doing, you know, the physical activity, though, am I doing something wrong? Right. Because if there's been, like, kind of a lot of—my my mother-in-law is also a Christian, and, um, you know, she, she'll on and on, off and on tell me that, you know, I'm not doing something right as a Christian by doing that, the physical yeah. activity. I'm like, but I'm not worshiping any other gods. Right. So, so I I'm can just tell kind of you. If I'm doing yeah, wrong. <laughs> right. I can kind of tell you my opinion or my view, uh, and then kind of I think direct you towards this the scripture in this. Uh, to me, uh, mm-hmm. the issue of yoga is is all about the heart. Um, and if a person is buying into the belief system that can be behind yoga, uh, then it would be wrong. So, for instance, okay. you know, if you were doing yoga and you were worshiping the false gods or or getting into mysticism, um, you know, or or a kind of meditation that was leading you away away from uh, the Lord. Uh, but if a person, a Christian is doing yoga 
and they're doing it discerningly and they're they're not buying into the the teaching that can be behind it i don't think there's anything inherently wrong uh with with doing yoga if if that's the place and the condition of their heart now some okay. some believers would disagree with me i'm sure there's some listeners that are, would uh disagree with me i I think of it like when I was growing up and, and still to this day, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that are into karate and martial arts, but uh, it seemed mm-hmm. like in my perspective, that was really popular and kind of hit mainstream when, when I was in elementary school. And it was a controversy then in the church, like, should you do karate? Should you not do karate? You know, some of the roots of, of, of karate, uh, you know, have have these uh, airs in it and, and mysticism. Uh, and to me, it really comes down to the same issue is if you do martial arts and you, you buy into lies, then then it's wrong. But but mm-hmm. if you're doing the, the exercise of martial arts and you're you're guarding your heart and you're staying committed to truth and filtering out uh, truth and error, then I don't think there's anything inherently uh, uh, sinful. And, you know, as far as from a biblical perspective, um, you know, the it was an issue uh, as far as, um, you know, should you hold the Sabbath on Saturday or should you choose another day of rest? And Paul wrote uh, to the Corinthian church and he said, let everyone be convinced in their own mind. And I think each believer from a biblical perspective does need to pray about it and say, Lord, do I have mm-hmm. peace about doing yoga or or do I not? And I think some believers may not have peace doing it and others do have a peace in doing it. And that's where we're able to allow uh, the love of Christ to, uh, to be able to bond us uh, uh, in that. I mean, similar to the fact where, you know, I think from a biblical perspective, there there's some that feel convicted to not drink alcohol, and there's some that uh, feel a peace about drinking alcohol in moderation as long as they're not getting drunk and causing someone mm-hmm. to stumble. Uh, okay. and, and in that, both of those are biblical positions where we love each other in that. And then God wants our relationship with him uh, for him to be able to lead us in those details. And I think that's why there's places in Scripture where, where, where God uh, gives some freedom. You know, clearly getting drunk is wrong, uh, but, but mm-hmm. uh, believers will have different convictions about uh, alcohol in terms of some abstaining or some drinking in moderation. And I think it's the same with yoga or martial arts. Some will we'll have the conviction, not not for me, and others will feel have a peace about it um, as long as they're guarding their heart. So it's a long answer, but I hope that okay. makes sense. So, No, that really actually helps out a lot, actually. So, yeah, and, and I've known for the longest time, you know, God knows my heart. He knows that I'm praying to Him. He knows that I'm, you know, worshiping Him while, you know, especially like while I'm doing it and everything. He knows, you know, that, that He's the one that I'm meditating to and, and things like that. So I'm not worshiping anybody else. So I know that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay with him. But when she, yeah. when I heard the call earlier, it worried me a little bit. So that's why I wanted yeah. to see. So thank you very much. <laughs> yep. You bet. Well, God bless you, Nancy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303- Six nine zero three thousand. Also, you can send a text seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Let's go to line one to Rebecca in Northeast Colorado. Welcome to the Holy Spirit, or welcome to the program. Sorry. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? 
Good. Thank you. Um, my question, obviously, it pertains to the, the filling of the Holy Spirit. Um, and just a little background, I graduated from a university that taught that um, the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues, um, which I've never done before. And um, then I was a part of a denomination that taught that um, sanctification and being filled with the Holy Spirit was one and the same. And um, just kind of always never really felt like I understood that. Maybe I never will, but um, just kind of wanted some some thoughts. Um, I've searched the scripture and just have never really felt like I understood what that was. So I yeah. share your thoughts on that. Yeah, you bet. That's a great, uh, great question. Um, the disciples really had to three experiences with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was with them, uh, Jesus said, uh, and then the Holy Spirit was in them in John 19, uh, and when Jesus rose from the dead and, and breathed upon them, and then he said, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. Uh, and that phrase, come upon you, is also to be baptized with the, with the Holy Spirit. And then in the book of Acts, uh, they were uh, baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then in Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 8, it says, The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, so you shall be my witnesses. So the, the purpose of us being filled with the Spirit is so that we can have a life that is a testimony of Jesus Christ. Uh, not just going witnessing, which is important, but a life that is a witness where people can look at the way we act and behave and go, there, there's something different about them. And that's through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then in Galatians chapter 5, it tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is love or or the evidence of the Spirit of God in our lives is love. So I think the evidence for being filled with the Spirit is love uh, and a, a life that's marked by Jesus, not necessarily speaking in tongues. Um, I think mm. tongues is still a spiritual gift that God gives and uses today, but uh, he gives that uh, as as he wills and as he uh, desires. Um, and, and so similar to the fact that, that not everybody will be an evangelist or, or not everybody uh, will have the gift of teaching or the gift of administration, uh, not everybody will, will, will speak in tongues. And so uh, that pressure that I've got to speak in tongues in order to be filled with, with the Spirit, uh, I don't think is, is, is biblical or, or accurate. I think when we think of being filled with the Spirit, it's, it's more of, is my life uh, at, uh, allowing God's love to be able to, to flow um, um, through me? And kind of the issue with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Spirit, it seems like it's easy to go one or two directions, one of, of maybe— uh, hyper Pentecostal, where where it's it's like you know you you know you have to speak in tongues to be filled with the Spirit, or if you don't speak in tongues, you're who knows if you're really saved. Then to mm-hmm. a, another extreme of maybe well the gifts aren't for today, or um, shying away from the Holy Spirit. And I think the enemy really gets a victory there because we really need this the Spirit, and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit's the the key to a Christian life, you know, the Bible says walk in the Spirit, where the Spirit of God's prompting us and leading us, and, and that's really the power to be able to to live out this Christian life. Um, so so hopefully that helps a little bit, but I would, I would Acts 1-8 and Galatians 5, the evidence of the Spirit was love and a life that was a witness. Thank you. That does help. Um, just a little clarification. Um, would you say that there, like, I know we receive 
the Holy Spirit when at the point of salvation. Would you mm-hmm. say there is another point of of an infilling of the Holy Spirit, or is that something that happens periodically, or we're just living a life controlled by the Spirit, so to speak? Right. So I do think that there is uh, a second experience. You know, the moment that you receive Christ as your Savior, uh, the, the Spirit of God is, is in you. Uh, we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. But then I do think there's a, a moment in time in the life of a believer uh, where we, we hopefully realize our need to be empowered by the, the, the Spirit. It's not always a, an emotional thing that takes place. Um, but then it's not just a one-time thing that takes place, but an ongoing uh, in mm-hmm. Ephesians 5, right before it gives us the instruction for husbands and wives, it says, uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And in the Greek, it's a continuous command. So uh, continually be filled uh, with, with the, the, the Holy Spirit. So I don't think it, uh, you know, being baptized in the Spirit, it's just a, a one-time event. And then it's like, oh, we got it. But it's it's mm-hmm. a continual relying upon the power of God, re- relying upon uh, the Holy Spirit allowing him uh, uh, to fill us. Okay, that definitely answers my question. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for calling, Rebecca. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening and being part of today's program. The number to call is 303 690 Let's go to Dalton in Fort Collins. Dalton, welcome to the program. Thanks. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Um, I just had a quick question based on um, basically what uh, an earlier caller was talking about. Um, you just mentioned that the Bible is, uh, it, it's, it, it's been proven multiple times um, in multiple different ways and um, I'm a believer myself, um, but I, I work and am surrounded by a lot of people that, you know, um, if there's proof, you know, then I'll believe type thing. And, right. and I was just wondering if you had any good sources or anything like that, um, that I could like research myself and kind of have facts ready for people. Cause that's kind of what I struggle with. Like yeah. telling that, you... um, something it, it's been proven biblically and things have come true you know all that kind of stuff um and i just i always get froze up at that point yeah you bet there's a couple of resources that are a couple of my favorites and one is gotquestions.org um gotquestions.org and if you type in um you know evidence for the bible um they have a lot of really good uh, articles there and and really any question uh, that you would come across so that would really be my uh, number one resource to to go through, go to and and then if you're interested in purchasing a book it you know you can get it through Amazon um, it's evidence that demands a verdict uh, evidence that demands a verdict by by Josh McDowell and that's probably uh, the, the second one uh, that I would really uh, recommend uh, um, and the encouraging thing is there's a, there's a lot of great facts uh, behind our faith. Um, uh, a third book uh, is is When Critics Ask by by Norman Geisler, um, uh, but those three would be kind of my 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 top uh, uh, three. And then I would just encourage you, you know, um, don't shy away from those conversations. It's really intimidating when when we don't have the answers and 
you know, feel free to, as you're talking with coworkers and friends and family members to say, you know, I don't know, but I'll look into it. You know, I, that happens to me on the radio show uh, quite frequently, you know, where I'm like, you know, send me an email. I'll look into that uh, a little bit more. I don't I don't know uh, uh, right now. And so I think people can really respect that, too, uh, when, when we're like, that's a great question. And I don't know. I'll let me look into it. So. Right. And I, and I actually, I, I don't necessarily shy away from it, really. Um, I actually enjoy uh, talking about this kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but uh, it, it's kind of one of those things where um, even if I get to a point where I get stumped and everything, you know, it, uh, I like to use it as a tool to strengthen my faith because it, it gets me um, answers of my own. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I just tend to not go follow through with it, I guess. Um, and I think just a lot of the reason is, is I, I, um, don't know any credible sources or anything like that. And I don't really know how to look for it. So that's why I asked. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you called and glad you asked. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. And by the way, your uh, morning sermons I listen to every day. Um, I leave the house at at the time and I think you do a great job and, uh, enjoy listening to your messages and everything. Oh, well, thanks, so. Dalton. Praise the Lord, and thank you for listening. So God bless you. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. You you bet. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have our lines open. The number to call is 303 I've got a lot of texts that have come in, so I'm going to jump over and uh, take some texts that have come in. I'd like prayer for uh, my grandchildren, Leah, grandchild Leah, who has mental health issues. The uh, the doctors differ on diagnosis, thus the treatment has not been successful. Let's let's pray for your granddaughter. Father, we uh, lift up Leah to you, and Lord, we don't fully understand mental uh, health issues, Lord, but we know that you do. Um, You know exactly what... Uh, Leah's going through, and God, would would you uh, encourage Leah? Would you minister to her? Would you minister to her heart, to her mind, to her soul? Lord, would you protect her? Would you give the doctors wisdom? Lord, would you help them? And just give her doctors that really care for her and that can can accurately help her, God. And I pray that you would be with the family, that you would comfort them and give them wisdom as well. So, Lord, we lift up Leah to you, and we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Another text uh, that has come in says, Hello, my name uh, is Derek. I am seeking prayer. Recently quit my job and will be leaving for Rwanda in Africa on July 14th. I'll be working with a Christian school over there, helping to develop an agricultural program. I'm very excited yet nervous and scared. I have a lot to do before I grow and struggling to get them done. Let's pray for Derek. This is exciting. Lord, we thank you for Derek. Thank you for his heart of faith and his willingness to step out in faith, to move to Rwanda, to to quit his job. Lord, I just pray that you would protect him, that you would miraculously bless his time and help him to get all of the things done that he needs to provide for his needs. Lord, I pray that you would use him in Rwanda for your glory and turn many people's hearts to you. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another text that has come in, I've been blessed to have the job I do. Uh, I am decently compensated. However, I recently found out I'm making roughly 20% less than some of my coworkers 
who are equal or less qualified? What is your advice on pursuing more compensation without lustering after more uh, money? Two things come to mind is one is continue to be faithful. In our jobs, uh, we work for the Lord. Uh, so no matter what our compensation is or it, it isn't to say, God, I'm going to work for you today and, and just put yourself in that place of saying, I, I'm working uh, for the Lord. And the other is uh, the Bible tells us to speak the truth in love. I think if there's avenues to be able to respectfully and humility uh, talk to your bosses and, and just to be able to have an honest conversation with them and let them know, hey, I'm, I'm more than happy to continue working. This is just something that has been uh, drawn to my uh, attention. So let me let me pray for you. Father, uh, we know that you're in the midst of the details. You're, you're in the midst of the situations that we're going through in our lives. I lift up this particular listener, God, that you uh, would just really give them wisdom to navigate this situation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. I have a text that has uh, come in. Hi, Pastor Eric. My name is Liz, and my mom passed away suddenly on April 28th this year. It was believed uh, to be suicide, uh, but we will still uh, wait uh, for the uh, the results of uh, the autopsy. I also was very close to my mom. She was my best friend. Uh, since her passing, I've been depressed and lost. Uh, please pray for me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Father, I just uh, thank you for Liz. And God, my heart just breaks for her in, in reading this text, Lord. And as she's lost her mom so suddenly on, on April 28th, Lord, I, I pray that you would comfort her heart and that you would protect her from the lies of the enemy who wants to come and bring despair and, and depression. That Jesus, that you would walk with her through the valley of the shadow of death. We know that you're with her. May she feel your presence. Lord, would you just envelop her with your promises and your assurance. Uh, give her the support that she needs. So we lift up Liz to you and we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Another text prayer request that has come in says, Can you pray for my fiancé, Brian? He suffers a stomach condition. Can you pray that Jesus can enter his heart? He knows God but doesn't believe in something he can't see. I want him to know the love of God. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Lord, we just lift up uh, Brian to you, God, and, and I lift up this uh, stomach condition that he's going through. And, and God, we, we pray that you uh, would work through this, that you would work through the, the stomach condition. If it's if it's your will, that you would bring healing uh, to his stomach to show Brian your love and, and your personal care. And, and Lord, I, I pray that he would know you, Jesus, and believe in you, Jesus. And even though that he can't see you, that he would trust you as his Lord and Savior and know that you're real, that you're more real than anything else. So we, we lift Brian up to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. A text question that has come in says, uh, Proverbs 4.23, how do you guard your heart and still have a soft and open heart? that loves people like Jesus uh, loves them. So Proverbs uh, 4, 23 says, guard your heart for out of it flows the, the issues of life. And, and this verse is not speaking about like protect your heart from being hurt, but it's actually saying uh, God 
uh, guard your heart uh, from sin and guard your heart from being hard-hearted towards uh, the Lord. And so that's really what we need to be doing uh, when we're guarding our heart is to make sure that we're loving God and loving others, not not protecting our heart from, from pain. So hopefully that is uh, helpful uh, to you. Thank you guys for uh, joining me today on Calvary Live. It's been a blessing uh, to be with you today, a blessing to be on today's show. Uh, I want to leave you today uh, with uh, Psalms 23, just the encouragement uh, that Jesus is uh, your good shepherd. So I'm going to read through Psalms 23 as we close out today's show. The Lord uh, is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love to pray through uh, this psalm, and I want to pray that God would be your shepherd this afternoon, that he would lead you to green pastures and still waters and restore your soul. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend in the Lord. Bye-bye. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.